Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. Danny and Dusty. All right, my rock smashes your scissors. Oh, no, not these scissors, pal. This is a uh, special titanium steel alloy. Developed by NASA for the space program. These scissors that smashed you and rocked this smithereens. No, 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 not this rack. This rack happens to be kryptonite. With the latest on the Blazers, Ducks, Beavers, and the hottest topics in sports. Hey, what's happening, Norm? Well, it's a dog-eat-dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk bone underwear. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. No! The Fan. Hour number three here on a Tuesday afternoon on Danny and Dusty, which means it's time for three up, three down, three things we like, three things we didn't coming out of the NFL weekend that was. Dusty, what do you got? I think I'm starting with my first up. I'm going to go. Uh, this pains me to say. Them boys, the Dallas Cowboys, five-game winning boys. streak has given them a nice runway entering their toughest stretch of their season. They've at won five games in a row. By an average score of 23 and a half points. They're not just beating teams. They're beating the brakes off them. And in the NFL, that is such a hard thing to do. And they started the first leg of what will be the toughest stretch of their season with an emphatic win over the Eagles, which Philly has their own issues. Mm -hmm. But they blasted Philly. Now you go on the road to Buffalo, who's working through some stuff. We don't know what Miami's going to be looking like. We just talked about their offensive line. Will Tyreek Hill's injury linger? with his ankle, which he said really stiffened up on him. You get Buffalo, Miami, and the Lions in the next three weeks. Right now, they're sitting pretty, man. Ten and three. You cannot knock how good the Dallas Cowboys have been right now. Oh, you can. You can find a way. We will sit there and I will always say this. Their defense can be shaky, but they haven't, except for that. I mean, they had that blip in the Seattle game. In this five-game winning streak, they've allowed 17, 10, 10, 35 to Seattle, and then 13 points to the Eagles. They've been pretty damn good defensively, too. But as with every Dallas team, I'll really start believing in January. In February. We'll see what happens. Oh, you're assuming that they make it to February. Oh, yeah. Well, there's no assumption being made, that's for sure. Uh, My first up, this is not as backhanded as it sounds. It's Zach Wilson not caring. 
Okay, okay. Zach Wilson basically saying, and actually saying, what are they going to do, bench me? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And going out there, throwing for 300 yards, throwing a couple touchdowns, and beating the brakes off the Houston Texans. Yeah, absolutely. It was was an impressive performance from a guy who has been uh, much maligned, I believe is the appropriate phrase. I would say that that would be the nicest way that you could say his 10 years been. Look at me doing something the nicest way. Hey! Hey! But that is a, I mean, it's a great way to put it because him not giving a rip, it actually showed the way that he played, and it was much better than what he's he's put out there before. Uh, My second one is the Ravens also 10-3 and and atop the AFC. What happened around them, we see the carnage that can happen uh, with the top teams in the AFC. We had Miami lose this weekend. You had Kansas City lose again this weekend, and you created a little bit more distance right there. The Jaguars have dropped a couple of games. They have a – you talk about a nice little cushion that they have. The the Baltimore Ravens are quietly playing the most consistent and good football in the NFL this year. And as you look at it right now, they are also entering the toughest stretch of their season. And it's not really all that tough. They've got, got some schedule love here because the next three, at Jacksonville, at San Francisco, and versus Miami. Now, those last two are pretty too, are pretty tough, too. But for that being your toughest stretch of the season, I think you'll take it right there. Uh, I, too, am going to take the Ravens in the as, as for one of my ups. And they, uh, I'm going to go uh, finding Nemo here. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. That's what the Ravens are doing. They get a punt return yep. touchdown to seal it in overtime. And they just keep finding a way to win despite so whatever fun. injuries. They just go full goldfish, man. Yep. Uh, look at that. Two analogies. Ted Lasso and and uh, finding them all in one. Duh, Bears is my third up. Mm. Currently hold the first, and I believe it's, I saw somewhere, the fifth picks Gross. based on the. The first the, and fifth. The, where, if the, the season ended today. But how about this? They're only one game out of the wild card. And they have season splits in their division with the Vikings and with the Lions already. So they can still have the season split with the Packers, too. They may find their way in the playoffs. Unbelievable. The the NFC is so dumb. The NFC North is violently dumb. Uh, And, look, it's going to be – you're going to need your defense to show up this next week because they got the Browns, and you're going to – that's like the first to ten wins that game. But their remaining schedule is the Browns, Cardinals, Falcons, Packers. Browns, Cardinals, Cardinals and Falcons. Cardinals are going to be they're, terrible. Oh, they're they're, they're the Falcons, turning into the skid. You have that game on the road in the dome. Mm-hmm. It'd be I'd have a lot more confidence if it was in Soldier Field and in sure. Chicago and having Atlanta come up. You got some winnable games there, and the Bears are not that far out. But they so also, gross. if they lose, they're also a top five pick right now. It's it, it's win win. Everything is shaping up for the Bears. Well, I mean, they, they can count on the number one pick because the Panthers are the worst team in football. That's right. Uh, and the my, worst trade. You you've said it. This could be the Herschel Walker trade. Might, yeah, it, it quite literally might be that, depending on how good or if they don't screw up Caleb Williams. You know, which is always on the table. Yeah, it's always on the table. Uh, my third up, it's the 49ers Mean Machine. Ooh. They just get out Ooh. there. They just do what they do. And I, the Ravens might be quietly the best team in football. The 49ers are loudly the best team in football. Yeah, they, they really it's an emphatic are. punch to the jaw. Nothing the 49ers do is quiet on either side of the ball. And there's just something about them. Look, this has been brewing 
and San Francisco under both Harbaugh and Shanahan, where they have had teams that are unquestionably Super Bowl favorites. Yep. And they keep falling short for a myriad of reasons. I'm not blaming Harbaugh. I'm not blaming Shanahan. They have just had stuff. Uh, last year's injuries, man. They piled up, and it's just it has just been something for seven or eight years now. Yeah. For the for the 49ers, that it's just kept them from getting back over that hump again. And right now, as long as they're healthy, they're gonna beat whoever's in front of them. All right, my uh, my what first down that I have is the Green Bay Packers and Matt Lafleur. Lafleur. Matt Lafleur. That sounds like a, a villain from like a thief movie. Cram it up your cram hole, Lafleur. Mm. Or dodgeball. That's true, too. He's the good guy in dodgeball, yeah. though. Matt LaFleur, his loss last night to the New York Giants. Should never happen. It is the first time he has ever lost a game in the month of December. He was 16-0 and wow. in the month of December as a head coach before last night's loss to Tommy Cutlets and the New York Giants. Not a good stat. That's crazy. I guess playing at Lambeau in December is Super helpful for that. Yeah, for half of your games, yeah. though. You know, like half of them were on the road. That's It's wild that he was, he's was he been that good at, in the month of December, and it's a credit to what the Green Bay Packers have done in the month of December, and having Aaron Rodgers definitely helped. But even with Jordan Love, still finding ways. I like it. I like, I'm like. i picking up what you're putting down. Uh, my first down is Brandon Staley still employed. Ah, uh, yeah, that seems like a fair one. I feel like I've had this one on the downs for, for a while now. Yeah. Because he's still there. It should be. Why? It should be. Why is he still there? Yeah. For everyone's sake, why is he still there? That man had a thousand yard stare on the sideline. I it, that's a it may have been further than a thousand. It was pretty it was, I, it was Let him go. Aggressive. It's a mercy killing at this point. Let him go. Uh all right, my second down is the Carolina Panthers. They aren't just the worst team in football. They're one in twelve on the season. They don't have a first round pick. Their number one overall pick in Bryce Young this year. I've never seen a stat line like this. He completed a pass to six different receivers. Did not throw an interception. He only tallied 137 yards passing. And six different players caught a pass. The matches just doesn't make sense there. Woof. He had, he had one completion for two yards to Tommy Tremble. Rasheem Blackshear had one catch for four yards. Chuba Hubbard had two ca- two catches for nine yards to your back out of the backfield. Okay, those are five of his compl- four of his completions were only for fifteen yards. Five completions for fifteen yards, three yards catch, huh? And yet they still found a way to be one of the worst offenses in football. Despite rushing for two hundred yards, they only scored six points. I've never seen anything like it. They ran the ball for 204 yards David and Tepper, only mustered six points. David Tepper, this is what you've built. Congratulations. N- none of them are a touchdown. Uh, I'm going to take one crappy cat to, a, to another. The, the Lions meow. Defense. That defense is sus. sus. They're not biting kneecaps. They're biting teeth, biting toes. Sus. They're they're not they're not even reaching kneecaps at this point. No, they're not. And the fighting Dan Campbells are disappointing, not only because they hurt me on my covers, but uh, they're a team that I got. I went from trusting almost wholeheartedly a month ago to you lost the freaking Bears. Stop. Bears. They're not good. 
Hey, it could be a playoff team. I just got done saying that. Doesn't matter. They're not good. <laughs> no, they're not. Cornage in the streets. All right, uh, my final down for this week 14 of the National Football League. How can we not go further down then? A cheeseburger and went to bed. Mm. It's Kansas City Chiefs, my man. Not only do you lose, but then you have your head coach and your quarterback make a fool out of themselves. Have you seen Mahomes has walked his comments back today? Absolutely. Why? Because the public went against him. No, he said the, the kids. Won't somebody think of the children is what he went with. You're kidding me. No. I got to be better for the kids. But here's where the big down is. They've lost three of four, man. They've lost three of four, and that one win is against the Las Vegas Raiders, which we saw what they can do. Or can't do. Score. And it's like Will Ortner in college. They could be getting back, right? They have the Patriots and the Raiders in the next two games. But right now, man, they're lucky that their division is doo-doo in the fact that the Denver Broncos didn't stumble out of the gates, fell on their face out of the gates to a one and five start. Mm-hmm. Because if it was any semblance of the Broncos team that we've that we're seeing right now, the Chiefs aren't even the top team in the AFC West. They aren't. Because what the Broncos Broncos defense has been absolutely lights out and their offense has been doing just enough. Think about this is a Broncos team that gave up 70 points in week three. Mm-hmm. 70 stinking points. They lost to the Commanders and the Braiders out of the gate mm-hmm. this season. They lost to the Jets. Can early you say the last the one again? The Jet they lost to the Jets. No, the Raiders. The Commanders and the Raiders. Yeah. The yeah. Raiders. yeah. They lost to the Raiders. Yeah. Don't don't act like this is any sort of badge of honor because they're dead last in that horrible division. <laughs> but the Chiefs, man, they're on the struggle bus right now. Oh god. And it's good playing in a crappy division. Oh my goodness, that division is awful. Who saw that one coming? Uh my last one is the Giants. I love your disdain for I, I love the disdain that you have though when anytime the Denver Broncos are named. Like you just go, huh. I if I oh God. If they're actually good, I'd give them some credit, but not that good. Uh, speaking of not that good, what the hell are the Giants doing? You don't know what you have at quarterback going forward. You know that Daniel Jones was a mistake, and yet you're you're not steering into the skid, and you're taking yourself out of the ability to draft Drake May. Hey, they got Tommy Cutlets, and that's what they're going to roll with, man. The short shot, the short sightedness of that team, of that front office, of that ownership, is insane. It's 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 unconscionable. Yeah, teams don't tank though. I mean, not even Carolina Panthers are tanking because there's no reason for them to. These teams have tanked. The Cardinals are tanking. The Cardinals have played actually better as of late. They had a bye this past week. They're still tanking. They beat the Steelers twenty four ten. Kyler Murray threw for one hundred and forty five yards. They still are. They won. The two of the last four. Mm. Tanking teams just the the wheels fall off and they lose everything, right? Like they beat two teams that are in the playoffs right now. Like teams don't tank. If you look, it's, it's insane actually. If you look at the standings coming into this week, there there's five teams with only four wins. They're just a bad roster and inept ownership. There's five teams with only four wins. Now there's only one. They went full Highlander. Highlander. Only the Commanders remain at four wins, and the Cardinals at three, your god-awful Patriots at three, and the Panthers at one. And they won. Which means... Take that, Stellars. America's team and the Raiders at five and eight. They have a chance to suck just enough to maybe catch up. 
you surround yourself with turds, you're headed towards Turdville. Turdville, baby, that's where we're going. Yeah, yeah. Get on, you lunatics. Go to that's Turdville. That's a bad statistic, buddy. Mm. That's right. Oh, man, I love that. Statistics. I, be- love, I love how fired up you get about tanking, too. It's just, I don't understand it. I don't under what <laughs> We're going to go win one more game because we like the positive recognition that we get from this quarterback we're not going to do anything with going forward. <laughs> it's so, so short-sighted. It's just so violently done. Yeah, but you can see, though, in the NFL how quickly you can turn it around. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Round though, man. You know? You, you can, shouldn't. You can turn it around pretty quickly. You shouldn't. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you shouldn't do it. All right, coming up next, college football playoff is still a little ways away, but there may be some mounting noise about rallying around one team. Danny and Dusty, tonight, the fan. Oh, all right. Well, this year. Headlight, I can't sleep. I toss and turn. Candlesticks in the dark. Visions of bodies being burned. Danny and Dusty Four on the Odyssey app and 1080. The fan. <sighs> Should the country be rallying around one team in the college football playoff? I can tell you one guy who's certainly excited about it. It's, it's Mr. Coog himself, Patrick Harris, yeah. rallying around the Washington Huskies. Look, uh, I don't think that's ever going to happen. <laughs> P. Harris is in here because he is uh, filling in for Isaac Ropp. <laughs> Um, today, and he was yesterday and tomorrow. tomorrow. Um, Love P. Harris and the hot corner, Mm. which is hot stoving. He's he's proudly wearing his his Cougs hat right now. Look, there is something that is very real that every every fan in the Northwest needs to be ready for. I saw Ryan McGee, Marty and McGee of ESPN, he put out a thing asking the question, is Washington America's team during the college football playoff? And if you are a duck or a coog or, hell, even a beaver because of all of the legal proceedings that are mm-hmm. going on. It's going to hurt yeah, a It's going to be one that is going to take some adjustment for. But in the reality of it, look at the other teams that are there. Michigan had the, the sign-stealing scandal. Sign-stealing scandal. And, and, and they've, just, they've been there before, yeah. and Harbaugh can rub people the wrong way. Everybody they've hates America's team. Jim Harbaugh told me they were America's team. Bet. Yeah. I, I they've always been America's team for me. Look up what, what what that means, but America. America. They've gone through there's the no most. No offense, there's no defense. It's it's a wee fence. It's a wee fence. A okay. lot of milk. They've gone through the most adversity. Uh I will oh, say boy. I'd still take Michigan over the other teams involved, but, where you have Alabama, who nobody likes. And that's the thing, is that Alabama has been there. 
so often, and there's a lot of controversy if Alabama should have even been in mm-hmm. because there's a lot of people that are going to be pulling for Florida State to should have been in, and all of those people are going to be mad that Alabama was in. Plus, they've been there, and there is also Texas, which Texas and people just hate the University of Texas. Texas, Texas is actually back. Te- uh, yeah, it hurt Texas me first it, being back is it over. Hurt me to say that earlier, but we'll see. But there's a lot of people that are going to be rooting for Washington to make sure Texas is not back. Mm-hmm. Right? They get their their seat at the table, and if they lose, that is one that is going to make a lot of people happy. Outside of this area, people are going to love because there's nothing that Washington has done. Going to be purple rain, man. To make everybody else upset. Then you look at a guy like. You have Kalen DeBoer, his story, starting at Sioux Falls, where he guided Sioux Falls to multiple national championships at the NAI level, worked his way up, was at Fresno State, and then gets his chance at UW and knocks it out of the park. That's a story that people are going to get behind. There's going to be Big Ten, Big Ten fans that just don't like Michigan who are going to say Michael Penix Jr. in the recovery from Indiana and where he was injury-plagued and they just weren't very good and he goes and he finds success and is a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, takes second in Heisman voting, and while he's there, He's wearing a, a suit jacket that has his teammates and his coaches' names on the lining of his jacket. All of those things are going to draw people in. Washington is going to be the one that they try to say is the little engine that could, right? Even though everybody here knows that that's not the case. And I think but they're going to, the Washington themselves are going to rally, rally behind that 100%. Washington fans, I think it may, that may, this, that storyline may eventually start rubbing them the wrong way mm-hmm. because everything that Washington has told you is, oh, we're a program of history and tradition and national title and 91 and, and, and all. And high that. education level and all those things. And everything that is going to be said is Washington has come out of nowhere. And mm-hmm. that's how that's how it's going to be framed to get people pulling for UW because, because you need the plucky upstart. And this is a team and that you can't say that about Texas. You sure as hell can't say that about Alabama. And in and the you last can't say it about Michigan. Twenty three years, they've won one major bowl game, and it was in two, it was the two thousand one Rose Bowl was the last major bowl game that they've won. Mm-hmm. Like even though they went to a college football playoff in two thousand sixteen, did not go well. It didn't go well. And mm-hmm. so the framing of it, because a lot of the people are going to be like, yeah, old people will know Washington was really good. And mm-hmm. it was a rich and historic program that does deserve to have the title of a, a program with rich tradition in history. The last 23 years when college football has exploded and has, has become the multi-billion dollar business that it is, Washington has largely not been relevant. And they're going to, they will start mm-hmm pushing that and you can kind of start seeing it when you have Ryan McGee's asking the question, "Hey, is Washington America's team for the college football playoff?" And that's going to make I know Duck and Coog fans are not going to like that and hearing that very often, but that's the reality of it is that it is a storyline that would not exist if it was Oregon or if it was Florida State who made the playoff and in Washington was not in it. They're the one the one program that everybody's going to look to and say, hey, we're going to hitch our wagons to them. They're not Michigan. They're not the cheaters. They're not Alabama, who's been there again and again and again, and and people that feel that Florida State got cheated for going undefeated and not having a seat at that table. And then you sit there and you go, Texas, we just don't want Texas to be back, so we're just going to root for Washington instead. It's a, it's a, And all the Big 12 is going to be rooting for Washington because of the fact that 
Texas is thumbing their nose and mm-hmm. head to the SEC next year. And that's another thing, too, is that people are going to be pulling for Washington to end the reign of dominance from the South. And mm-hmm. all the Big Ten is going to be Which is hilarious because it's, they're going to the Big Ten. Yeah. And like this, like this texture says, we can't forget the Ty Willingham 08 season. UW's come a long way in just 15 years. Sure as hell have. Heck, they've come a long ways in the last two years under Kalen DeBoer. What he has done with that program is incredible because what we saw from Jimmy Lake when he took over was an unmitigated disaster because everybody's like, this roster's too talented to be as dysfunctional as they are. And they were all right. And now you're seeing these guys. And here's a storyline that will be just pounded down your throat over the next two weeks. Everybody came back for this year for at Washington. Mm-hmm. Like they had so many guys come back and, and say one more run. We're going to make, we're going to do it one more year to see if we can get over the hump. And they have so far, they're going to have, they're going to have a damn good shot mm-hmm. of winning the whole thing because this year is as wide open as it's been in decades. That's not the case. The last time Washington made it. No, they were severely outgunned and outmatched. Yep. That's the world they find themselves in. Now. Be ready. Be ready. You're going to hear a lot of it. And it, Hell, it's gonna it's, hurt. It's deserving though. Like it, no, the, the, it is deserving. The, I mean, they're a very good team. They are going to be framed as America's team for the college football playoff, and, and it's going to really be so good. weird. And everybody yeah. here is going to hate it. Yeah, and look, uh, I mean, you know, you you hear this a lot when you talk to players and coaches. It's like, I don't really hate the players on the other team. I hate their fans. Yeah, you know, a lot and, of that. And we all know there's insufferable husky fans in a lot of them Mm -hmm. but that can be said for oregon oregon state washington state there there is fans in every fan base that are like that and uh you know maybe the country's gonna maybe maybe the country's gonna find that out too Mm, that's i mean (laughs) strong chance of that happening all right from, uh, I don't know, I guess a sour taste in, in, in your mouth for rooting for a team maybe you don't like to maybe rooting for a quarterback you don't trust. Which Ooh. of the quarterbacks out there of the, well, maybe they could make a playoff run team, are you, would you, are you most comfortable riding with? We'll get to that here on Danny Dusty. Danny, Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, the fan. It's that time of the year in the NFL as playoffs are soon approaching. But this is, a, this is a strong butt here. Just because you get in doesn't mean you got a real chance. It's real. Because the quarterback pool this year is badgered, beat up, depleted, beat down, roughed up, banged up, however you want to put it. It's a it's a shallow pool. It ain't great. It ain't we've we've talked about this like you're you're nearing and you're getting closer and closer now that the Vikings are even on their backups backup now going to Nick Mullins again. And they just said that Nick Mullins will start. So the pastronaut is officially dead. Um, Josh Dobbs came crashing back down to earth and he is right in the thick of now being a backup yet again for the Minnesota Vikings. You have Justin Herbert, who's been shut down for the year. Okay. So we are looking at like half of the league is, is working with backup quarterbacks and, that doesn't bode well for any of those teams to succeed in the playoffs. But at the same time, look at the standings for the sixth through in the a- NFC. Look through six through 13. 
Six is the Minnesota Vikings at seven and six, who we just got done saying it's not Kirk Cousins, it's not Josh Dobbs, it's Nick Mullins, who was their backup and then he got Which hurt. she sounds like he plays basketball. Uh Nick Mullins, great backup quarterback for the 49ers. <laughs> but you have they're at seven and six. The Packers with Jordan Love are at six and seven. The Rams are sitting here in the hunt still, six and seven. And their roster, everybody's saying this could be rebuild and just crash in the side of the mountain. They're right there in the thick of a, a playoff race where they could be the seven seed with one loss by Green Bay. Seattle, which Geno Smith got hurt. Euron Drew Locke last week. Desmond Ritter in the Atlanta Falcons. You have Derek Carr, who somehow, someway keeps getting put out on a football field and getting hurt every single week, and Jameis Winston as their quarterback. At 5-8, and eight, you have the New York Giants and Chicago Bears. They are one game out. The Bears and the Giants with Justin Fields and Tommy DeVito of the playoffs in the NFC. It's not good. It's slim pickings, as the kids would say. And the NFC, AFC's just as bad, where you have the Kenny Pickettless Steelers are currently the sixth mm-hmm. seed. Gardner Minshew-led Colts are the seventh seed. Mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud is up in the air there. His brain is scrambled right now. They're at eight. Here come the Denver Broncos at seven and six, along with the Cincinnati Bengals and Buffalo Bills. Oh, remember, Bengals are on Browning. Yeah, they're on Browning, and then you got Russell Wilson, right? So this comes down to the question of we ha- we just listed a ho- half of the league damn near is in that hunt for the final two playoff spots in both the AFC and the NFC. Yeah, if you look at those final two spots in in, bo- in both conferences, you've you've got probably ten ish teams. Eight of them have backup quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the other ones, the ones that are starting, you're like you're Russell Wilson, Baker Mayfield, Jordan Love, Justin Fields. Yeah. Yeesh. And so we go down this road of, all right, and, and that's not even to mention the NFC South. We're at, currently at 6-7. and seven. It's wide open. Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in the driver's mm-hmm. seat of the NFC South at 6-7. and seven. <whistles> We just listed a bunch of teams that are still in their playoffs. And then look at the top, too. Look at the top of some of these leagues, of the NFC, where Jared Goff is the quarterback of, of the Detroit Lions. I ask this question. Which quarterback in the NFC North do you trust the most? Jared Goff, Justin Fields, Nick Mullins, Jordan Love. Still Goff for me. Currently, three of those quarterbacks are in the playoffs if they started mm-hmm. today. Three, and it is, is insane Goff, Mullins, and Love. That is where you're looking at, like, shaky quarterback play and, like, how important, the most important position in all of sports. And... Three of those four guys, like if you were to power rank them, you're probably going Goff, Love, Fields, Mullins. Yeah. And you're probably splitting hairs in the bottom two. But it's not like that gap is not a not it, a huge it's, gap. It's not as big as you want it to be with Goff, that's for sure. But then you go, all right, if quarterback play is gonna is going to decide these last few weeks, is in just looking in the NFC, Matthew Stafford in LA. Mm-hmm. If you can get Geno Smith healthy in and, Seattle. And Stafford has been, if not the worst, he's been at the very bottom of the league when pressured this year. It's him and Goff. Mm-hmm. When they've been pressured, they have been absolute tire fires. <laughs> it, it has been. Uh, the numbers, like it, it is not versus non-pressure, elite quarterback play. 
versus pressure. Some of the worst quarterback play you've ever seen. It's it's it absolutely craters. See, and that's why, even though they're going through it right now, and there's some big chinks in their armor, the Philadelphia Eagles, when you have Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. and even though you're going to probably be the wild card, unless you get your ship right. Unless you run the table. Because Dallas and San Francisco... They're you're keep you're okay winning. with their quarterback play. They are in all likely going to keep on winning. Dallas, the next three games will tell us a lot. Okay, You trust Philly still because they've got Jalen Hurts. When you look at all the other guys that are vying for those playoff spots in the NFC, like this is why there shouldn't be like overwhelming panic in Philly. No, I know that your, your perception is playoff or bust, but when it comes down to it and you if you get to the dance – and you stay healthy in that opening week, that playoff game is going to be against Green Bay in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Right? You're feeling pretty good yeah. about that, right? Because you're, 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 you're going to end up going against no, the quarterback. You're, you're going to be playing Tampa is who you'd play because you're the first wild card, yeah. and you'll play the four seed. So you're going to Tampa, and you're playing Baker Mayfield in the Buccaneers. No matter what happens, you're going okay to end up playing matchup. a subpar quarterback. Like That's the way this is all shaking out. And that's why you sit there and you're like, all right, we're in the final month. Sure, you want the bye, but... And the bye the, only the, goes to the, one. The quarterback, yeah, the quarterback play is not something you're going to have to fight against. It's it's crazy to think about just how steep that drop-off is this year. Because when you have this many guys hurt in the NFL and you're playing with this many backups, quarterback play, and I, I we, we continue to say this because it is, it's across the board the highest it's ever been, right? except for the fall-off to your backup is pretty damn steep and everybody's mm-hmm. on their backups this year. <laughs> Look, it's super weird, the homogenization, the evening out, as it were, of mm-hmm. quarterback play across the NFL. Because, look, you, you st- Patrick Mahomes is still he's not being deterred from a path of being one of the greatest players to ever play the game, to play, ever, ever play the position. But with injuries and the... The number of quarterbacks that are just even even bad quarterback play in the NFL is still so much better than bad quarterback play used to be. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like the the bar is so much higher for crappy quarterback play. It is like you you pull Joe Flacco off the street and he still throws for three hundred and a couple tutties. <laughs> Joe Flacco, man. you know what I mean? Like it, that's that's not normal. He was an elite quarterback, though. He's ten years removed from it. Can't remove the eliteness. You can Super Bowl winning quarterback Joe Flacco. You can you can get away bag-getter. from that. But that's the thing is like you you can get away from that. But even the backup play, like you you look at backups, like the level of backup play, I would say is probably twenty five years ago bad starter. Mm. Like right yeah. on that right on that edge. There's a lot. I think we forget how bad. Some of the quarterbacks were starting in the NFL. That's what I mean. Like, like we, we're talking about teams like the Barry Sanders documentary. Yes, right? how bad his quarterback play. Like was Scott Mitchell had teams. one year of like good quarterback play, and then the rest was. Like, yeah. And we are in a situation this year where look, if both Denver and Buffalo can back their way into the playoffs, mm-hmm. those teams all of a sudden seem very scary. The AFC is very scary, at Partic- that point. particularly Buffalo, because you know what Josh Allen can and has done in the past. And you don't you look across from the AFC, NFC to the AFC, and you go, 
you could be looking at Lamar, Tua, uh, Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence, Russell Wilson in the twilight years, and then you could have uh, Josh Allen as well. Imagine, There's a stark being difference number, in the level of quarterback play there as yes, opposed to what you're going to see in the NFC in that wild card Imagine round. getting that buy in the first round of the AFC and your reward is Josh Allen. <laughs> well, <laughs> you get the buy and then you play. Well, I mean, imagine if you're Miami. Like if you're Miami and you're sitting there and they're the seventh seed and you have to play them week one mm-hmm. in the wild card round, by the way, guess who ends the year, ends the season against each other? Miami goes to Buffalo in the final week of the regular oh, season. Oh, that's going to decide some stuff. Which is why I love the division, the, the season always in the, on the division games. There you go. And I felt that one right. They could play each other in the wild card round uh, of the playoffs. All right, when we come back, we'll wrap up today's show. And we have to talk about something we missed yesterday. It was one of the most epic beatings in college sports we have ever heard. Uh, Danny and Dusty, Tenney, the fan. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080. The fan. I can tell you somebody who wanted to be taken to another place. Oak Hills Christian College, as North Dakota State took them to a woodshed over the weekend in basketball, beating them 108 to 14. Yeah, I this was one of the headlines I was making the rounds, and so I did my Oak Hills Christian College Google search. It did not disappoint. No, it's a bunch of white, unathletic unathletic-looking guys on the team. And the ones that weren't fit the stereotype that you think? Uh, uh, it They've given up 130 a couple of times to non-Division One schools um, already this year. I have a feeling North Dakota State took their foot off the gas in this defeat. This is the just managers a reminder, probably played. There are schools like this that exist out there. And, and one of them used to be Cascade College mm. in Portland. They used to just get run by everybody. They weren't real. Yeah, yeah, no. Pretty much. Pretty much. All right, that'll do it for us today. We'll be back tomorrow. Ryan Horvat, Bet MGM Tonight host, will join us, uh, get our Vegas fix. Uh, coming next, primetime. Isaac and Soup, four hours of power from their mouth to your ears right here on The Fade. Bye. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.